please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Finally, we get to talk about all this annihilation. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We don't have to dance around. The regular was like, um, sort of. Maybe this thing happened. Yeah. Um, uh, spoiler app. Hello. Hello, spoiler app. Um, annihilation spoiler app. We will, for those of you just tuning in, we are going to talk about everything in this movie, the, the ending. So if you haven't especially seen it, especially the ending, especially the goddamn ending. Uh, so if there's anything, if you haven't seen the movie already, stop it. Go to your local Cineplex. And then come back and join us. Or if you have no intention of seeing the movie. Yeah, then just keep just going. Just keep listening. Yeah, you don't have to mm-hmm. stop anything. Mm-hmm. Just keep listening. So, But first, we're going to talk about our Patreon sponsors. You know, this Let's is what you get, it. Chris. If you go $50 a month at the patreon.com slash comedy film nerds, you get a red on every episode. It's pretty exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. And first, this is from uh, Will Leonard. Uh, my wife, Katie Bagwell, has signed up for Bike MS, a fundraising ride that's changing the lives of people affected by MS and helping fuel progress toward a world free of MS. She's going to ride from Houston to Austin at the end of April. Uh, you can reach her donation page at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash K-T-M-S 150. If you can, please help her achieve her goal. The money raised will help fund amazing progress in MS research and programs and services that ensure people affected by MS can live their best lives. Oh. And now the uh, sister donation here mm. that is... Uh, Patreon um, people working together. I love it. I love it. Uh, at the uh, Audacity Performing Arts Project, we're still working our asses off to bring performing arts opportunities to school communities who cannot afford them. That said, we also know that charitable giving needs to take place across a broad spectrum of issues and across many communities. So that, to that end, if you sponsor Catherine Bagwell and her Bike MS fundraiser and, may, and make a token donation to Audacity, say $15, we will send you one of our amazing shirts as a thank you. Just use our donation link, audacityperformingarts.com slash donate. That's mm. audacityperformingarts.com slash donate. And now the um, the one Patreon ad tier that uh, obeyed all the rules, <laughs> uh, supplyanddemandinvesting.com. Because planning for retirement should be as easy as planning your next vacation. It just takes longer. Supplyanddemandinvesting.com. All right. Boom. Let's talk about Annihilation. Crazy ending on Annihilation. What did you think of the so the ending? So so, I which ending? The ending in the uh, two thousand and one pit, or the ending back at the uh, science station? The science station ending where her he's obviously when she finds the videotape where her of him act, blowing himself blowing up, blowing himself up, and you're like, oh, the alien took his form. Yes. So he the guy that came back was the alien. Was yeah, was not her husband. That's how they got out of the shimmer. Right. Mm-hmm. So the shimmer. So we're supposed to believe then that the aliens can exist outside of the atmosphere of the shimmer. That's why it's expanding or something. I don't know. Yes. And the reason is um, because the alien took that human form. So was able to exist in the human world. So that's right. how uh, that's how I kind of interpreted it. Whereas they were evolving and adapting to life on Earth. So what that means is then when they're taking human form, they can actually, um, you know, we don't know. It never got into like what purpose it was to colonize the planet, to take over humanity. We, we don't we never got those questions answered. 
Um, but I think that was the uh, the purpose. Yeah, and then so that's sort of explained then when she goes to the lighthouse, which is sort of ground zero for the shimmer. Yes, and there's a hole. And there's a hole that goes into some some Harry Potter cavern. Yeah, shimmer shimmer <laughs> cave. Um, <laughs> Shimmer Hogwarts. Yes. She meets the lead alien who just mirrors everything she does. Right. So she tries to hit it. It hits her and mirrors all of her uh, movements. And then she gets out. Yes. She gets the the shimmer thing to blow itself up. Mm -hmm. And she gets out, which was like kind of interesting. But then I didn't like the ending where she goes back. She knows her husband is not who he is. He's not, it's not our actual husband. Right. Oscar Isaac. And then we see her eyes change and realize that it's not her. She's an alien as well. So, or, or, or yeah. Or she's some hybrid. She's some hybrid as, as, as they introduced, everything is mutating inside the shimmer. Yes. Right. They find that crocodile that has like shark teeth, shark teeth. And, but what's interesting is now that I did have a problem with because of the rules set up by the shimmer. Whereas the DNA refracts back on itself. So the DNA would have to already be there to actually start to change and evolve. There wouldn't have been any sharks in that part of the world. In a swamp. <laughs> in a swamp. Yeah, yeah. There's no sh- <laughs> yeah, so they wouldn't have shark teeth. It would be something else like the way the r- extremely creepy bear evolved, like from, from DNA Weird. that was already there. Yeah, weird javelina bear. Yeah, that like then merged with one of the women that it killed. That had its voice. Oh, horrifying! Horrifying. horrifying. Which I thought that was kind of cool. It was like, help me! It was like, wow. Yeah, it was. It was really creepy. And when they're all tied up, and the and the weird bear is coming in close and kind of sniffing them, and they're all just sitting there petrified, which is just which is great. Which is great, sort of terror, horror, whatever you want to call it. For sure. Now, but yeah, the ending. I just was like, this is bull. I did. I didn't. Well, I, let me read you a little bit of trivia oh, about that. Oh, well, Christopher Mancini. Uh, so um, you're not the only one who felt that way. Due to a poorly received test screening, mm. uh, David Ellison, a financier at Paramount, um, always probably the most fun people to deal with, <laughs> financier, um, became concerned that the film was too intellectual oh. and too complicated. Who'd you and, screen it for? And, uh, and demanded changes to make it appeal to a wider audience, including making Portman's character more sympathetic and changing the ending. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Producer Scott Rudin, who is a giant producer in Hollywood, who actually has a fair amount of clout, sided with Garland in his desire to not alter the film, defending the film, and refusing to take notes. Rudin had final cut. So this is one instance where the studio tried to change it and they were not able to. So this is the vision that Alex Garland wanted to uh, uh, convey. This is it. I, I guess I wish I had read all of the books to know all three. All three. That would have been more than uh, Garland read. Right. Which is a, I don't. I think that was a mistake. Yeah. I understand the thinking of I'm going to just go in order, but. I think a director get as much information as you can and then make a decision. I agree with there. that. I agree with why, that. As why well. limit your why limit your vision or your view of this universe that that has already existed by an author? Why that doesn't I don't I don't get that. Right. So the so I would really like to know because I I I enjoyed the intellectual science fiction of 
this alien life form is mutating in ways that we don't understand. We talked about it with, with right. John Schnepp on the regular episode, which is really cool. And his insight into why he liked the movie so much more than, than certainly I did and a little bit right. more than you did. Mm -hmm. To me, the ending felt like, like I, 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 the ending felt like sort of the cheap cop out mm -hmm. versus you know what would have been interesting? Like the ending, like it makes you go like, well, I want to see what happens next. Like it's interesting. It's the first book in a trilogy. Like what what's clear about the ending, which I liked, is that um, they're in this uh, science facility mm -hmm. that's obviously run by the military. Everyone talking to Natalie Portman is in hazmat suits. So as she was re recounting her experiences in The Shimmer, um, it was clear that her and her alien husband were not going anywhere. So, you you know, they have these two basically aliens or possibly an alien and an alien hybrid. What happens next? What do they do with them? Do they, uh, are they people? Do they get, are they allowed to be, you know, taken out? Are they allowed to leave? Or mm -hmm. like what's, are they going to die outside the shimmer? Are they unstable? Like, like I feel like there's a lot more story that we didn't get, that the movie just kind of like ended at a place that I'd like to see what happens next. Well, the thing I, I, so Tessa Thompson's character, um, she played uh, Josie Radnick, right? She was the one that turns into the, the trees. Yes. She had an interesting speech right before. She had an interesting speech right before because you see all that. And I thought that was a really cool visual, kind of creepy, but also kind of like. Like you see her slowly starting to sprout. Yeah, and she mm -hmm. turns this corner. I'm like, oh, she's that's and those were actual people, right? Probably that just became these sort of living tree things, because that was the sort of thing that was at the end. Especially when Natalie Portman said, "No, that I, I wasn't fight it." When someone goes, "Yeah, but the thing hit you," it was just mirroring what I was doing, right? Sort of a commentary on, well, if we treat the shimmer with violence and military, that's what it's going to react. You know, which with. is which, which is that is sort of an age old alien contact premise which is one that i i like mm -hmm. you know we're we are not the most evolved people in the universe we're the, <laughs> we're the like simpleton shoot a gun at it because it's different and it scares mm -hmm. us so i like that theme and i like the theme of this thing is just mutating into whatever and it can mutate into a beautiful peaceful thing like you can just mutate into it like just, those deer those deer mm -hmm. or the flower people right um, so you're still a living thing. And it was the thing that John talked about, which is we don't understand it. It's well beyond our three dimensional universe. And so we're trying to kind of understand and explain it. So when Natalie Portman comes back and says, the thing didn't hit me, it was just mirroring. I was like, oh, this is cool. And is her and her new alien husband. And what would their kids be like? What are, what are their kids going to be? Are they going to homeschool them? Yeah. Are they yeah. Gonna, you know, um, do they go to public school? Do right. they have the money for private school? Yes. Is the Shimmer private school system? Right. What is it? Yeah, what's it like? Is it more of a, you know, socialized medicine? Is it a magnet? Is it <laughs> is a charter school yes. the Shimmer? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like, it's opening up the doorway to all of these cool what ifs, which is what good right. science fiction does. The gleam in the eye of her change was sort of, it felt like that sort of, the type of endings the Simpsons would always mock. Right. Of like, dun-dun. <gasps> right. You know, like, mm -hmm. it, it just felt like a bad horror movie Like ending. an invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and maybe I'm going to be proven wrong 
And maybe somebody who's listening right now has read all three books and goes, no, Graham, actually, it's a really cool thing that happens. But just knowing Hollywood, having not read the books, I'm like, man, like. I don't even know how, like, uh, well, it's doing if it's like, are we going to get a sequel or are we, uh, this might be it. It's not doing well. Yeah. This is probably going to be it for the Annihilation trilogy. It had about a $40 million (laughs) budget, um, which is, which is. Is actually pretty. It's a Im- very rare mid-range it budget. Is, it is a very, very rare mid-range budget. Um, you know, it's it's. I just, man, it just it just. I, I wanted. It's funny. I listen. You know, hearing what John Schnepp said in the regular episode. Yeah, it did about. It's gross to date is about twenty six million dollars. Right. It had a forty million dollar budget. Now it'll probably make some money overseas. Sure, I'm sure it'll get its money back at some point. Mm-hmm. But like, I wanted to be as swept up by it as John was in terms of loving the science fiction. And right. We talk a lot about it on but the show. I, I think it also got again. It, it's it's that Hollywood thing of like it gets, you know, you save the effects budget for the end. You know, there was a lot of like flashy. You know, uh, like you know, literally flashes of you know, flashy flashes at the end of um, you know when they went down into the the rabbit hole. Uh, like, like I feel like, oh, is this where all the CG effects are going to be? Is now towards the end, but it's like you don't necessarily have to do that, especially with a movie that is setting itself up to be a more personal journey, which is what this was. Like, like I feel like you know, don't overwhelm me with effects at the end when you don't have to. Like you know the 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 chilling parts of the doppelganger, her you know seeing the footage of her husband blowing himself up, like you know all that stuff is fine. Then you don't need a giant glowing ball and sparkles of energy and all this extra you know visual effects that sometimes takes away from the uh, small personal nature of the story. Yeah, and and I just felt like it. It's almost like knowing that it was a book. I feel like the filmmaker, and again, I, I really we've talked about this before. I love Ex Machina. That's really great yeah, yeah. science fiction, mm-hmm. and and I like this filmmaker. And and hats off for this. We're still gonna see his next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I almost felt like it was not an, not fully realized enough. Like it, it just it sort of was like. So just a did it beat Black Panther? No, <laughs> 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 a little short. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, when when I started to, so when they, when they all when they start getting picked off, right, right, um, first by the alligator shark, right, white buffalo thing, yeah, <laughs> which was terrifying, and yeah. they had to fight it, and and Natalie Portman is a soldier, she's a badass, she gets on a knee and just unloads a clip into this right. thing. Um, I just had some, you know, like. I, I I like I'm conflicted on this thing. So all th- all the all the women sent in there all had these sort of broken personality or or tragic things in their lives that they were battling going in there. Um and they've sent as they establish and this is in the trailer too but they've sent a bunch of teams in there none of them have come back except her husband's the only one that has come back. And and did he and did he come back? Mm-hmm. And then we see the video where that was it. That was great. 
where they find the video, they cut open that dude and his insides are oh, swimming around. Awful. Yeah, it was just it was, horrifying, yeah. but in a great like thriller. Right. Oh my God, yeah. this is crazy way. And, and John made a good point. It was like it really reminiscent of like the thing. Yes. That's what it felt like. The thing and aliens. Queered, a, que- you know, weird, uh, crazy like uh, imagery of like alien life, but also mutating human bodies <laughs> all uh, kind of put together crazy weird stuff like that and then when they find that guy in the pool and he's just on the wall spread out like a mosaic that was insane but his but his legs were still there yeah Mm -hmm. and so it's like is the shimmer evil you know is it coming to conquer the earth or is it just like it's this mutating form and you can decide to be a tree or you can be eaten by it or right. you know, <laughs> what do you want to do with the shimmer? You know, so, you have some shimmer options. I feel like they introduced a lot of stuff, but then there was like a little, a little lack of follow through for me. Well, there's definitely some uh, lack of follow through on a couple of things. One of them was the, uh, uh, the time discrepancies, like how time was lost right. in the shimmer. But then that, never got uh you know never got explored any further after that yeah and then like like, well we're missing rations how long have we been in here like oh you know looks like three days worth we don't know yeah um the you know jennifer jason lee's character well she's got cancer so she wants to die this is not coming back she's not coming back we don't really go into much more after that and then and then you know technically in the shimmer it would make like a cancer monster it would it would take like uh her dna and combine it with something else or a cancer tree or something. Something. Yeah. And then, so Natalie Portman is having these flashes of she, when her husband disappeared or something, or no, before her husband disappeared, she was having an affair with a guy, a colleague. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, when they first introduced that, I'm like, oh, she's going to really have to like face her demons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have that. I thought, oh, this is going to be really interesting. Well, technically, if you know your husband's an alien, you don't have to confess anything. <laughs> is it cheating if Ooh, he's an alien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not really cheating. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, my real husband blew himself up. And yeah, alien. yeah. <laughs> so, so that was the thing. To, I was like, oh, I thought that was going to kind of crack open this doorway. And when they entered, when, when they're on the boat with uh, Shepard and she says, we all have something. I lost a child. She's a recovering addict. Right. She used to cut herself. You're like, oh, we're going to really get into these stories. Nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't. Wasn't enough time. There wasn't enough time. So it's yeah. like, it's one of those things where they sort of introduce stuff and... And also, how did they all pass the psychological profile to go into a military expedition <laughs> into the unknown? <laughs> it's like, we all got... Well, then all of you would have been disqualified from this mission. And you're all given <laughs> weapons? Yeah, yeah. Did they go through a boot camp? Like, right. that was the only thing I was just like... <laughs> then put some... What I, what I wanted to see more interesting was, look, we've sent in... We sent in a military team. We sent in a science. We need... We need a bunch of broken women to go in now. I mean, well, yeah, but like, yeah, I, 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 that was what they were like sort of attempting was like, look, we need to send in something else because what we have sent hasn't come back. Mm -hmm. So let's try something else. But it just was like. It made sense to me for Natalie Portman's character. It was like ex-soldier and scientist together. I'm like, makes perfect sense. Send her in. Yes. Get a biologist in there. Mm -hmm. The woman was, I'm an EMT from Chicago or something. Okay. Okay. Sure. Bring a medic Mm -hmm. in there. Um, but then a girl that's a scientist, that's a, she's super smart, but a cutter. 
Okay, and then and then the other one who would and then just a psychologist, Jennifer Jason Leigh with cancer. He's dying. I get the intention of these people with a, a, a unique set of skills or whatever to to co- go in there, but just the execution just sort of felt like not fleshed out enough from a script standpoint. Right. It's probably fleshed out more in the book. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think that's that is the dilemma of when you get a book like three books, right, that are so in depth that probably explain like I'm really anxious to read the books because I bet you the books are like wow, like you can't you can't you can't put the book down because it and it's so heady and so Aaron, have you read any of the Annihilation books? No, <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. It just felt like I mean, again, there's some, we always nitpick on this, on the spoilers. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff I I like. There's a lot of stuff I was intrigued by. Mm -hmm. But then. It was a, it was, you know, an interestingly put together, you know, kind of sci-fi head trip. It really was. Like, it really felt like that kind of surreal, ethereal, had that dreamlike quality to it. Especially as they got closer to the lighthouse when the landscape was changing. So it really, uh. It, it really got like even like the production design and the art direction and just the way uh, trees and crystal um, structures would appear. And I just loved the kind of juxtaposition of all these weird um, like giant crystals and almost like alien formations. And then in the middle is the lighthouse, which is ground zero. Like that still looked like a lighthouse. Right. Like, uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. But then when they went in, it was all crazy. I mean, I like the cool stuff of, of the shimmer's been around for three years. Look how much it's growing. Mm-hmm. When they get in there, they And they like, knew that's where ground zero was. Yeah. was the lighthouse. They knew the, the lighthouse was ground zero. They get in there and they're like, oh, this old military base used to be their old perimeter. Mm-hmm. And... So like in the beginning when she's talking to, when Natalie Portman is talking to Jennifer Jason Lee and literally in the window behind her is the fucking shimmer, like 200 right. yards away or whatever. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is close. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. I just wanted more like, I wanted to hear more analysis. We 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 only know this. More a, exposition. More A little more exposition in terms of this is what we figured out in three years. It's not much, but it's, we just, the teams went in there. We can't stop it. Everyone, no one comes back. Yeah. And and that's where I was like, because it's sort of, you know, it's, 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 they set it up very much as a, it's a mystery, you know, to, to figure mm-hmm. out what the shimmer is and why they're here. And if the intention of this is going to be a trilogy of films, well, then I guess that's, that's where they want to go. But I, I felt a little like, I don't like, see it happening. I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, mm. And the ending of, oh, she's one of the aliens, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, man. Or is she a hybrid? That's the or other she thing, a too. Like, uh, what, what is it? But I I think my interpretation was that she was an alien. Like, I don't think there's there was a middle ground. Like, he was an alien. She's an alien. and we But we never really saw um, what happened to her and how the alien came back. But I, I loved the way it was set up, like, just her husband coming back and not able to answer any questions. Like, I don't know where I was. I don't know what happened and I don't feel good. And then he's being taken to the hospital. And then of course all the black ops cars, <laughs> you know, come and take him back to the, uh, the, 
uh, facility and uh, then we're off to the races on the story. Like I thought like the setup and start was like really cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, the, I I even like the setup of her teaching class. She's teaching like looks like graduate students or yes. something like that. Mm-hmm. So we see how smart she is. We see that this is all about cells and genes mutating and all this stuff. You're like, oh, great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm awesome. I, this is, you know, you see that there's something with this colleague. There's some history with this colleague. You know, her husband's been gone for a year, missing or dead. Like that's established very quickly. Um, and so she's got to fight demons. And then, you know, Jennifer Jason Lee is sort of creepy, you know, government doctor, right. <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. which is With cool. an agenda. With an agenda. But then she meets the team and they're just sort of like. Grunts. Grunts. Mm-hmm. That, that's when I was just like, send me a little, give me a little more. By the way, there you know there wasn't a lot of staff at that secret government facility. I know there was there was definitely not as many people. Oh, I thought there'd be more scientists here, and no <laughs> one's had any. There's no yeah. It just they've been there for three years, not six mm-hmm. months. Right. So I, I don't know. And there there was there was intriguing stuff, but then it's it's the ending with her eye thing. I was like, oh, so she's an alien and they're bad, like because they were they were doing this like, well, maybe the aliens are good or maybe it's just some type of new life force that we're not familiar with and we have to adapt to it. I mean, they they made it a real point to saying like it's not destroying things, it's creating something new and also the explanation of the DNA bending back uh, over on itself and changing things like like there was a lot of discussions about that like, okay, well, what's what exactly is happening? Is DNA is merging? Is DNA being replicated? Is DNA being uh, mimicked and changed? And uh, so, and ultimately, that's what we saw towards the end is, you know, kind of an invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing. It was almost like a pod person gets created from, you know, the mirroring of uh, a person. This just popped into my head too, which is interesting what you said, but th- this, this was a plot device I just found to be kind of, you didn't need. She doesn't tell them that her husband was in the last unit when they find out. The oh, right. I forgot them. about like, who that. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't need, oh, we need some sort of conflict within the team. No, you don't. They're in the there's, fucking shimmer. There's, there's plenty of conflict. There's plenty. Yeah. I hate that kind of crap where it's like the conflict is what they're dealing with and how they're going to figure it out. Yeah, there's a guy with his insides all over the wall. That's yeah. That's fine. That's enough. Yeah, <laughs> and just the video like, oh, my God, why did you? You know, and they could just have a reasonable conversation or just, a, oh my God, your husband just cut that dude open and his insides were moving. Right. And then the one girl goes, no, they weren't. Like they just complete denial. Like I was just like, okay. So mm-hmm. you, you know, none of these teams came back. You're seeing all this crazy shit happen. It wouldn't you be in there going, okay, anything's possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus just, automatically going no i don't want to i don't want to accept this you don't want to accept what the white which, which part the white sh- shark crocodile that mm-hmm. like the, the crazy mutate like then and one of the yeah with well, the the skull bear monster who made off with one member of the team mm-hmm. wouldn't you have a team of people wouldn't you send a team of people in there who were just like so briefed for be ready for anything and get us back data in some capacity. Like the radios don't work. And Jennifer Jason goes, yeah, none of them have ever worked. So there was no like, let's try something new on this fifth mm-hmm. try. I mean, you know what I mean? Just shit like that where I'm like, 
this unit was acting as though they were the first ones ever. I don't know. Like, I know no information comes out of there, but wouldn't there be just attempt after attempt after briefing after like training and it versus just like. So less teenagers looking for the Blair Witch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was my problem. You know, you want to send all yeah. broken women. Great. But give me broken women who are like the top of all. They all should have been at Natalie Portman's level of whatever they were. Right. Right. Experts in their field. Experts in their field, super sharp, trained, and like Natalie Portman was the only one going, oh, all right, this is weird. We've never seen this before. Right. Well, she was the, quote, you know, scientist soldier who uh, would basically keep the team together. Right. And every, the rest of them were like, oh, this is crazy. I've never heard of that before. It can't be true. And it was like, eh, a little too much Blair Witch. Good <laughs> So, wow, I think we've covered a fair amount of ground on this movie. Um, I mean, ultimately, though, I did, I, I will say this. I know, like you said, we do nitpick on the uh, spoiler apps. I did like it. There was a lot of stuff that I did like. There was, uh, you know, the imagery was horrifying, so it was definitely in sci-fi horror territory. Um, and I liked the intellectualness of the of the story and of the film. So, um Looking forward to seeing his next film. It, it won't be it won't be Shimmer Two. No, <laughs> I like the effects, especially as she got to the lighthouse. Those sort of crystal trees. I thought those were cool. Yeah, those yeah. were cool. And then how they were affected when when she sort the of shimmer broke down. When the shimmer broke down. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the other thing they established. The shimmer broke down, and now there's two aliens living in planet Earth. That is my problem. Is they introduce all this really cool intellectual stuff and weren't going anywhere. I mean, they're right. they're being talked to through hazmat suits, so they're uh, you know they're there for the duration. Yeah, in uh, science facility. And if you're going to introduce all this this really intellectual sci-fi stuff, which I liked, then make everybody intellectual. Like there's this. It's it's like the Matt Damon Martian movie. There was no like grunts. I mean, it's mainly him, obviously, but the team on the ground, the team in the oh, space. Oh, it's all people who worked for NASA. NASA. The, yeah, all or PhD, JPL. Exactly. Yeah. Highly intelligent people. That's who we have on this team. Mm -hmm. Not like five people volunteered because they, you know, they're all, they're like, they're all went through breakups. Right. You know, <laughs> so that, that's what I wanted to see more of like that. If you're going to introduce that much high, high brow stuff, which is great, then, then make that all the way across the board. Right. So. I don't know. That's, you know, fair point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this, this is his second film, Alex Garland? Yeah, his was first one was Echo Machina. This is only his, his second one. feature. He's yeah. worked on, he's, he's written and done other stuff, but. Right, right. So, um, you know, it, it's, he's a talent that's always fun to watch develop. Like, yeah. I'm really excited to see his next movie. Yeah, so. that's the other thing, too. Like, even if this was, kind of a miss for me i'm i'm still I, on board i love the swing yeah i love the big swing i love the, right. the, the idea of the shimmer the the coolness of what it looked like when they got inside of yeah, it yeah the way they showed the mutation stuff the production design of it was cool um you know and again i think i really feel like when i read the book i'm gonna go oh right <laughs> this was just too much to put into two hours right that's right. my guess was mm -hmm. what typically can happen with this kind of stuff mm -hmm. But yeah, good. You know, it's overall. I'm glad I went to the movie. I did have a good time. Good. Overall. Food theater. No, but reclinable uh, seats. Uh, I mean, I brought. I snuck my own food in. Nice. Mm -hmm. It was good. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's our episode, everybody. Go um, go like us on on uh, YouTube. 
Yes, please do. And like and subscribe and share the YouTube clips on your mm -hmm. social media. That's a great way to grow our YouTube channel. That always helps. That's a free thing. Mm -hmm. Likes, comments, YouTube checks that algorithm. Yep. And um, go to comedyfilmers.com. Go to GrahamElwood.com for tour dates and the FNX show and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm at ChrisJMancinionline.com. And uh, also check out, remember, go to ComedyFilmNerds.com, uh, shop in the store, plenty of stuff. Uh, you know, the Comedy Film Nerds Guide to Movies we haven't plugged in a while. You know, you want to check it out. It's got some new amazing, fans? amazing uh, essays about all different genres of film and great writers like Mike Schmidt, Jackie Cation, uh, Laura House, Neil T. Weekly, all your favorites, and even uh, Alan Havey and uh, uh, Greg Proops. It's a great book, it. guys. Yeah. Check it out. Also, Earbuds mm -hmm. is available as a download and a DVD. Yes, make sure you check it out for sure. All right, thank you so much. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first in the shimmer. <laughs> <laughs>